0: Hey everyone, I'm Alexa Golden, and I'm Haley Piper, and And together we are the Gossip and Gratitude Podcast. Podcast. Tune in each week to get a taste of what life's really like in your
1: 20s. We'll be bringing you all the relatable gossip from getting dumped to landing that first job after college. So
0: sit back, grab some wine, and let's spill some tea. Hey guys, we're back again today with the fan fave Jill April Fitness. And today we're talking all about periods, hormones, birth control, the whole shebang, you name it. Jill is a holistic nutrition practitioner and coach who is here to help you combat PMS, cramps, period, migraines, the list goes on. We discuss the
1: different options for birth control, what birth control does to our bodies, and what it means to balance your hormones. I mean, do you know what a normal menstrual cycle is supposed to look like? neither did we if you're wanting more resources from jill she hosts a virtual period problem workshop with the next session starting this month so keep an eye out for that or hit her up for some monthly holistic coaching you can check her out over on ig at jill underscore april fitness or on her website at JAFitness.ca. enjoy the episode
0: hola Whoa, ¿cómo estás? <laughs> crazy we're back again with our like well i guess you already had heard the intro but jill i feel like is like a fan fave yeah, this is <laughs> actually her
1: third time yeah. on the podcast, which Honored, we've never
0: really. had a guest that
1: many yeah. times. <laughs> so if you guys missed her first episode, I think the first one we talk about, okay, personal training and like Instagram and yeah, fitness. Body. Oh yeah, and then the that s- was a long time ago. It was ago. really wow. long. That was like season one or something. Yeah. And then this, the second one we talked about more of her like holistic. Yeah coaching that she does and like supplements and vitamins and things mm-hmm. so now today she's always pivoting back like i uh, feel like I no, no, adding and adding. so today we're talking all about women's health specifically yeah hormones birth control periods pms all the tea so yeah. we're getting tmi today so yeah.
2: all the things no one talks about literally it. it's Love so it. true because
0: like, tangent, but, like, Lex was telling me about just, like, ovulating, and I was, like, she's, like, you don't ovulate when you're on the pill, and I was, like, what? Yeah. I had no idea. I had no idea even just, like, about what the pill actually does to your body. Yeah, so it's missed. We're going to get We're excited. And also if there's any
1: men listening, keep listening because I think it's important for them to also understand this, especially if you're dating a female. Yeah. I think it's just good for guys to also be like educated. Yeah. yeah. That's
2: my thing. My boyfriend's always like, wow, tell me all the things so I can learn what actually happens to you. And that's I'm so like, cute. listen, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's, Take like, a seat. he's <laughs> like, if it's I important. have a daughter, I'm going to know so many things. It's important so. for them. They
0: need to know. <laughs> and it shouldn't be an awkward topic to no. talk about with your, Significant others, so I think that's a, we're tackling it today. We're excited. Yeah.
1: Let's start with some gratitude. Okay. Um, I'll go first. Okay. I'm just really taking the reins here. Okay, I am grateful for, like, a good cocktail.
0: Oh, shoot. What, what, uh... (laughs) Because last night I went
1: for dinner with Sean's family, and I had a peach mojito, and it had, like, fresh peaches in it, and it was so good, and I was just like, damn, like, a good, well-made cocktail... Yeah. It's like there's nothing better. Nothing hits better than that.
2: Where'd you find this yeah. peach mojito?
1: At Taramasuo Bistro Ooh. on 124th, One Twenty Fourth, one of my favorite oh, restaurants good. in
0: Edmonton. If you've not tried it, it is good as book. That does sound good. Yeah. I feel like um, it's it's something that comes with more age because, like, yeah. as a, as a youth, like yeah. 18, vodka 19, soda. Yeah, I'm like <laughs> a not spending like that amount on a yeah. drink. B like I was so bad in the fact of like either either I'm extremely like drinking to blackout or we're sober for the night. Yeah. So like now I've I, uh, I just appreciate enjoy the one or two good <laughs> <drinks>. totally <laughs> it's so embarrassing. But no, I agree with you there. Mine's also kind of just random, but I've been on the binging of Million Dollar Listing Los Angeles, Ooh. and I am just like grateful for that show because it's really like I don't know. I enjoy it so thoroughly, like it's almost made me want to become a real estate agent. But I also Understand that that's not like <laughs> that's a select few who yeah. get to live that life, yeah. but it's so good, and I just feel like it's like I get so excited, like, I look forward to it
2: so much in my day to be like, I'm gonna watch an episode, like, it's mm-hmm. so good. So, it's me watching selling Sunset, yeah, $300,000 like, commission. Right. I want to do that. I'm like, what house here are you selling? I know, yeah.
0: like, luxury, like, God, good luck selling like Daryl Cates's house, like, who's gonna fit that? Eh. Yeah. so I feel you, but it's it's like so fun to watch. you like, I wish I could live that life but 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 yes Jill tell us what you're grateful for
2: uh just grateful for food I just looked in like me and my roommate's pantry the other day and we have way too much food all the time but I was like wow what a life that I'm able to Buy way too much food yeah. all the time, and not to like a wasteful point, but we like you have, have a lot of like non perishables, and it's not just like this is the only option I have yeah. to eat today. Exactly. exactly,
1: I actually thought about that the other day. I was watching that show Made. Have you guys watched that? Mm-hmm. Oh. And there's like the one where she like opens her pant like the scene she opens her pantry and it's or her cupboard, and it's all just like ramen.
2: Yeah. And then she like
1: takes a pack out, and I'm like, she eats that like every single day, and I'm like, that's so sad. You must get so sick of ramen. But yeah. like that's all she can afford. Yeah, and then you get like, you're like, wow, I could afford anything I want to eat. That's yeah. like,
2: yeah, that is Sometimes I, I cry about grocery prices, but yeah, oh, yeah. At least I can uh, afford them. True, so. I feel you.
0: Sucks. I love to complain, but it is like so nice when you have options. Totally, that's like such a a, fir- a first world joy, I guess. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, okay, let's
1: jump into the nitty gritty. Um, yeah. I'll go first because I'm kind of the one that really sparked this. whole Yeah, you're episode. on the journey. I'm I'm Jill's on the got dream. the knowledge. I'm just learning. <laughs> yes, um, and I just started working with Jill actually, so I'm excited to kind of I'll I'll keep you guys updated yeah. on my on my health. Um, no one cares, but <laughs> <laughs> no, some people care. Maybe okay. So talking all things birth control, periods, PMS, all the things. So I got my period when I was 12. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. And I went on the pill when I was 14 because I started Accutane. I've like struggled with my skin, like since I was first starting to go through puberty. So I went on Accutane when I was 14. Um, and they said like, you have to go on some kind of birth control because it can cause like defects with babies if you were to get pregnant on Accutane, like severe. So they like, don't want you to get pregnant. So I was not like sex- sexually active at that point in my life at 14 but um yeah. they just want to do it for precaution so i went on the pill and then i went on my accutane and then when i finished my accutane they were like oh you, you like we recommend you stay on." we being my like my doctor is the one that's saying this mm-hmm. um they were like you should they recommended i stay on it because they were like you know we don't want mess anything up like mm-hmm. your skin's at a good point right now Um, and it helps with like cramps and all the things. And I was like, okay, like I, you know, at the time I'm like 15, I like don't know anything. Yeah. So I just stayed on it. And like my mom was on birth control and I like didn't know research at all. Like I just was like, sure. Yeah. Yeah. So it was fine. And like, I never was the kind of person that had any like symptoms. Like I never had symptoms. Like, I don't know. I never had cramps. I never had anything like crazy periods. Like Mm -hmm. they were very normal, like pretty mild. Mm -hmm. Um, I would get like breakouts sometimes on my period that was like about it sometimes like maybe a headache or something yeah and then um when I was like around 19 I think I decided to try going off of it because I was experiencing a lot of like mental health issues and I had heard that sometimes it can cause like anxiety and depression in um, women so I was like hmm, I wonder if that's correlated or if it's just like genetics like that's mm-hmm. just me yeah so I went off it for like a few months like I don't e- honestly don't even know if I let it really like get out of my system enough to really see a difference mm-hmm. but My acne came back, like, really, really bad, and so I ended up actually going back on Accutane for a second time, which, don't recommend, it fucked my body up to no (laughs) end. Um, But, uh, then I had to go back on the birth control, and then I just was too scared to ever go off of it. So, I'm almost 26 now. And I have now just recently made the decision, after much research and contemplation, I read a few books, I listened to like a ton of podcasts, yeah. um, and I made the decision to go off of it, um, hopefully forever. Yeah. Um, and this is just with hormonal hormonal birth control, like the actual pill. That's the only thing I've ever tried. I've never done, okay, tried yeah. any other form. Um, so I've been off it now for like three weeks, and we'll see what happens. I feel like it's too early to really tell. So Yeah. yeah.
0: Wow, that's, that's a my journey. Really, <laughs> and thoughtful journey there. Um, mine is like far less wild, I guess. <laughs> but basically, I think I got my period in grade seven. So, however old you are, like, are you like fourteen? Maybe twelve. You're twelve in grade seven or thirteen? Depending. Yeah, okay, yeah. Okay. What, <laughs> what okay. time of year it was? <laughs> okay, probably. Uh, pfft, that seems so young. Wow. I think
1: twelve would for yeah. you because your birthday's in the summer. Okay, yeah. so. I was twelve
0: in grade seven. Okay, so twelve, and then. This is so vain, you guys. But I guess I, like, other girls had gone on the pill, and I had heard that it made your boobs bigger. Mm. So solely based on that, and I had heard that it would reduce acne. So I never experienced, like, cramps or PMS that I'm aware of, Um, uh, but I did, yeah, have started to have acne, and, like, I guess I just wanted my boobs to grow. So (laughs) my mom, we went to the doctor, got on the pill, and boobs did not grow <laughs> acne kind of went down so that was good and then i've literally been on it ever since which is gnarly that's like i've been on it i'm what 26 now too so like more than 10 years which is crazy i did have one experience where i would start like like i was on a pill for so long and then i think something happens when you're on a certain pill for so long where i would start getting like spotting mm-hmm. halfway through my period and so i remember going to the doctor and we had to just change birth controls um, but it's interesting because I, it's like so weird because you take this and you're kind of having a thought that like, Hey, maybe it might be fucking up my body. Like, I don't actually know what this is doing to my body other than like, yay, it's helping with my acne. And mm-hmm. also like, yay. Like I get a, like my periods typically like lights and I know when it's coming. Yeah. Um, so I think that and I think it's just like so accepted that where everybody's just on the pill yeah. so you I don't have think to worry it's but.
1: it's weird that you are so when most girls are pretty young when they start hormonal birth control Yeah, and most of the time you don't actually get explained like what it does to your body like no. they just say like oh this will help you not get pregnant and it'll also help you combat like this this yeah. this and you're like okay sure but mm-hmm. like no one actually knows what it's doing no. to your insides I so have that's no crazy. clue.
0: I literally still don't have a clue until like last week I learned that you don't ovulate on your pill. Yeah, I have no idea so totally. I'm still on it and I think I think now my mindset's like I just don't want to like I think it's like marketed so as like the fix. easiest way to not have a kid yeah so I think that's solely why I'm on it right now still so I think yeah. I am I'm ready to learn so yes. so Jill
1: why did you let talk a little bit about your experience with hormonal birth control and then why did you get interested in this topic like why have you kind of started specializing yeah. in women's health in your business
2: so yeah, I am a holistic nutrition practitioner, and if you've listened to past episodes, I pivot often. So which is good. There's you just so stay much pulse. I yes. like it, <laughs> and there's just so much research coming out all the time, and just like different areas that intrigue me. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I've kind of been through it all with birth control. So very similar. I started when I was like twelve or thirteen. Don't really remember why yeah. I went on it, but I think it was just like everyone else did it, you got a period,
0: that type of thing.
2: It wasn't for, like, any specific reason, I don't think. Um, And I started on, like, the lowest dose, and then, similar to you, Haley, it was, like, I would take it for a few months, and then I would start getting my period, like, two weeks in. So then they would up the dose. So then over, like, probably close to 10 years, they just kept upping the estrogen that I was taking. Um, And then I started to get really wicked migraines so they switched me to like progesterone based birth control but that didn't work at all um and then so i probably
0: didn't work at all what do you mean like like
2: i would still like just like get a period all the time and it wasn't regulated got you at all um and then i decided to switch to an iud because i feel like probably like four or five years ago. IUDs were pretty trendy. Like yeah. everyone mm-hmm. made that switch. So I decided to switch. Um, granted I wasn't the best with taking oral birth control. I would like forget, take it at different times. Like there's some people who like my roommate takes it at the exact same time every single night. Yeah. And I was not like that. I yeah. would like take it before bed, which was a pretty it could be. big window yeah. sometimes um so i switched to an iud and i had the morena so a hormonal iud and it literally just like rocked my shit like really? every every symptom where they're like three percent of people get this i got every single one like like what kind of symptoms uh so probably i was only on it for like six months and that was like three months longer than i wanted but my mm-hmm. doctor kept being like try it, it'll try sort it. itself yeah. out just wait Um, so I don't know, getting it was fine. Mm -hmm. And then I still got a period, which like the, one of the biggest perks, I guess I use that very loosely of an IUD is usually you're not getting a period. So I still got my period, which wasn't a huge deal to me. Um, I had like wicked cramps, mood Mm -hmm. swings, migraines, my skin got progressively worse. Mm -hmm. Like I got like wicked cystic acne that never got better. Just like got worse to the point where I was like FaceTiming my sister because she was living in Australia, Uh like crying because my skin looked so bad without makeup. But if I put makeup on it, it just looked worse. And then I would just like sit on my floor and cry about it because I was like, how am I supposed to leave my house? (laughs) And it hurt. And it was just an all around terrible time for me. So I called my doctor like every month and she was like, just give it another month. And then eventually I was just like, no, take it out. So um, I debated what to go on next for a while because I just wasn't at a point in my life where I was comfortable being mm-hmm. on nothing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. um And for me, birth control switched to like not have switched from like, let's see if I can fix my skin. And I know in high school I would like double take my packs of birth control to not get a period at all. Like, oh, I feel like I've done that. Birth yeah. control for me switched to like, what can I prevent to like, okay, we're taking it to prevent pregnancy. Yeah. So what, like, that was really the only thing that mattered to me at yes. that point. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't need to be skipping periods or trying yeah. to make my boobs grow. Like, those things didn't matter <laughs> as an yeah, adult anymore. Change. Yes. Um, so I decided to switch to a copper IUD. Um, I debated, like, there's one where you can get, like, a shot in your arm. Right. Mm-hmm. But that one has really high chances of breast cancer. So it was oh, just, geez. like, birth control is honestly just debating What's the your... best, worst-case scenario yeah. type yeah. of thing. Like, you're going to have side effects no matter what. So what do you want to deal with? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I switched to a copper IUD, which is Mm non-hormonal, um, but it creates inflammation. So you're kind of picking your battles. Um, luckily with the work I do, I can combat a lot of that and inflammation is a pretty easy one Mm -hmm. to combat. So Mm -hmm. I still get a period, um, but like the inflammation prevents pregnancy. So that's what.
0: That's interesting. So it inflames your uterus to prevent pregnancy. So like
2: my doctor explained it and I had already done my research. I think the biggest thing around birth control, um, advice like I can give is do your own research first mm-hmm. instead of just like walking in and letting your doctor choose. Mm-hmm. So I already knew what I wanted to be on. Um and I remember my doctor explaining it as it makes your uterus an inhospitable environment and I was like, That's so aggressive. Yeah I'm like yeah. Yeah. it's what okay. you want. I guess so yeah it's not still ideal for me. Like I would love to be on Free. nothing mm-hmm. but I also don't want a child yeah so and
1: that's kind of like where i was thinking too like what my best options were Mm -hmm. so right now what i am doing because i don't want a kid like right now um in a few years probably but i'm just tracking my cycle Mm -hmm. so i have tracked my cycle forever like on an app Mm. and so i'm just keeping track of like when kind of my fertile window is um i was Mm -hmm. actually able to tell this past week what day i was ovulating because i got a bunch of symptoms and i was like whoa Um, Yeah, I, this is, I learned so much. And then I double, I I checked cross-reference with my app and it was like accurate, but I knew even before then I was like, I think I'm ovulating You're intuitive. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's just what we're doing at this time. Yeah. In place. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Yeah. And I'm not, I guess, disclaimer, I'm not anti-birth control. Mm -hmm. I'm like pro actually educating on birth Mm -hmm. control because I feel like birth control is handed out. For everything under the sun. Like, you have skin issues, birth control. You have mood swings, birth control. PCOS, birth control. And there's so many other options that we aren't told about. about. So women are just on birth control. Like, we say 10 years is a long time. Some women women have been on birth control for, like, 30, 40 years still not knowing what it's actually doing in their bodies so kind of scary. <laughs> um yeah I'm on Accutane now as well because my acne just didn't go away yeah. after
0: my hormonal IUD you're probably so resentful to that fucking IUD yeah because like, I
2: ah. would love to also not be on Accutane yeah. but I tried like so. all the holistic things I could mm-hmm. and it just wasn't worth my daily yeah. mental breakdowns <laughs> and my mental health anymore yeah. so your skin
0: is glowing yeah, right really now
2: good. we're getting better but yeah hope hopefully once I i come off accutane we'll kind of reevaluate where i'm at
0: okay so this is just like obviously you don't know this is future reference but if you weren't on accutane because now i know that when you're on accutane you need to take or you need to have some form of birth control yeah so when you're not on accutane would you ideally like to not have an iud at all like would Um, you like like i know it's so personal
2: but I think the thought of being on nothing is still a little, like, hesitant gotcha. for me. yeah, so. I've always said, like, if I was in, like, a longer-term relationship yeah. and, like, yeah. set up more that way, I would be less mm-hmm. hesitant. Like, I know Lex is, like, mm-hmm. in a long-term relationship, has a house. You yeah, both yeah. Have jobs, if something that were to happen, it's, like,
1: not the yeah.
2: end of the world. Yeah. Not
1: ideal, but not, yeah. like, oh, shit. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, but for me right now, like, I, yeah, I live in a house, but... I rent mm-hmm. and my boyfriend is a college student. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> neither so long idea. distance half the time. Yeah, <laughs> so I think for where I'm at right now I'd probably stay on something or at mm-hmm. least get like really good at tracking. Um yeah. just cause that's always something that stressed me out, even on birth control. Oh, yeah, if same. my period was like two days late, I'm like yeah, I'm pregnant yeah, for sure. Yeah, so yeah. that's also what oh, I boy. didn't like about a hormonal IUD is like the idea of not getting a period. Lots of women know. get excited yeah. about that. And I was like, nah, man, I want to know that Same. there's not a baby be the yeah.
0: Same. Okay, yeah, I definitely agree with you
1: there. Totally. Okay. Well, you still hear, like, there's stories that it can happen no matter what birth control you're on. Yeah. Obviously, mm-hmm. it's not 1,000% effective. I've heard of people getting pregnant this. on IUD and on birth control and yeah. stuff. So
2: mm-hmm. yeah, it's and nice
1: I, to have that period that you just have that peace of mind every month. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't
2: think it's super healthy either to, like, never have that like shedding and like the actual oh, bleeding yeah. part yeah, of yeah. your period to me i'm just like the fact that women are on hormonal iud's and don't bleed for like years i'm yeah. like, mm, Feels like do you we really think, think that's the healthiest thing
0: for our bodies <laughs> that's interesting because i never actually thought about that but that's true like you're it just would never shed yeah it's just the no. same lining always okay right? yeah. okay interesting musty <laughs> musty is right yeah <laughs> some cobwebs in there <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Okay, so let's kind of jump a little bit
1: more into the actual sort of hormone side of things. Um, so how frequent would you say having hormone imbalance in women is?
2: So this is one I actually had to research okay. and but it's hard to kind of come up with an answer because the research is only gonna be done on like diagnosed hormone imbalances. Like this is what I mean PCOS, learning. things yes. like that, where that's not necessarily the only hormonal imbalances like you can have estrogen dominance thyroid problems adrenal fatigue yeah but those aren't like diagnosed right problems um so I think the research like a few studies I read were like between like one in five and one in ten women have like a diagnosed hormone imbalance yeah. but I work with women every single week mm-hmm. that need support with their hormones Okay, yeah. that are undiagnosed so like okay. oh I went to the doctor they said th- said my thyroid is fine but I don't believe them my stress yeah. levels are really high caffeine doesn't affect me like all those things mean our homo- hormones aren't quite operating the way we want them to yeah. but aren't diagnosed okay so
0: so okay this is like I guess just building on that so in your practice how like i guess you're kind of looking for signs of hormone imbalance like there's probably some like key signs like like you said about the coffee not affecting you or like i'm trying to think because i'm always like i always have this thought i'm like how do i know like is things working normally like what's i mean being on birth control like i know a lot of then that would mean my hormones are like pseudo or like fake hormones
2: yeah they're just right so i always say like if you're on birth control your hormones are regulated
0: okay okay
2: not it's balanced
0: real... okay that okay i see that because so... birth
2: control literally keeps your hormones the same yeah. all month that's why you don't get pregnant because right. you don't have those fluctuations so when people are like birth control balanced my hormones i always correct that by saying it regulates your yeah, hormones because it keeps no... all your levels exactly the same okay. throughout the month
0: i also don't i also forget that there's other hormones in your body other than
2: your estrogen and and big one people focus on like estrogen testosterone um progesterone yeah there's like Mm. a million other ones also Um,
1: also kind of a side question then so if you're on hormonal birth control can you balance your hormones or is that not possible because they're so like they're regulated by the pill
2: yeah i think you can like help yourself with symptoms you might be having but at the end of the day like Vitamins, minerals, food yeah. aren't gonna beat the fact that like You're your estrogen and yeah. progesterone are regulated yeah. thirty days. Yeah. So um, it's not it's not natural. There's you no can't one. beat the birth control, yeah. I guess, if that makes That's sense. Interesting. Okay. okay, yeah, That's that so makes sense.
0: sense. Oh. Um, okay. Let's see here. What are some signs that hormonal birth control might be causing negative effects or that you have a hormone imbalance? This is what I'm very interested about.
2: Um yeah, there's tons. I think the most common ones I kind of see working with women are, like, a lot of thyroid stuff. So, really tired all the time. Yeah. They can gain weight, but they can't really lose weight. Um, any kind of PMS symptoms you're dealing with, cramping, mood swings, that kind of stuff, don't need to be happening. You can support your body through those as well. It's going to be trickier if you're on birth control, yeah. but that's not to say you can't still, like, help with some of the symptoms. Mm-hmm. Um Yeah, lots of, like, if you have any digestive issues, our body probably isn't absorbing nutrients the way we want them to, so that can play into things. Um, Yeah, just kind of feeling off, so, like, nothing you deal with on a daily basis that's, like, negative, so, like, tired, mood swings, bloated, heartburn, none of those things need to be dealt with on a daily basis. We just kind of get used to feeling that way, and then it's just kind of like, well, that's how I am, I'm tired all the time, but that doesn't need... To be the case, Um, if you consume really high levels of caffeine, that always makes me nervous. One of my friends, in the most loving way, the other day, I was like, your caffeine and eating habits stress me out, because she'll, like, she works at Starbucks, so she'll drink, like, five or six shots of espresso at work. God. And I'm just like, your adrenals, sent down. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> looking at like things like that, like eating habits, if you're only eating like one or two meals a day, um, or you're waiting like six hours between meals, like those things aren't going to be super positive to yeah. our bodies. Caffeine intake is a big one and caffeine so common in our lifestyle that it's just like oh you drink four energy drinks a day and have two cups of coffee in the morning you're fine yeah um but your body just isn't made to process that that either
0: i always think like it's so interesting talking about that because like i don't think ever growing up that there was a discussion about my adrenals or even with thyroid like i don't know like Sure, you do your blood work once a year, but then I agree, like, when they, I've learned that when they say you're in the normal range, that's the, like, isn't that the results for, like, people who, they base that off of either men, there's not as much research for women specifically, or they get the results from sick people
2: um I think it's more so like from what I know yeah just so I don't misspeak it's yeah. most of those studies are done on males I think they're yeah. getting better yeah. about like yeah. researching on females mm-hmm. um but it's hard females and like pregnancy like I get people all the time being like is that safe during pregnancy yeah. and I'm like I can't tell you because mm-hmm. no pregnant woman wants to be like let me experiment and see yeah, if that exactly. has side effects or yeah. not I think um, that's why
1: they probably tell you like all these things you shouldn't do when you're pregnant just to be safe but it's like you probably could have like lunch meat and it's not gonna like kill your baby but
2: like (laughs) there's some things where i'm like let's be realistic but when it comes to like the holistic world is very under researched to begin with and then you toss like pregnancy in there and i'm like no pregnant woman is like i volunteer to have these vitamins put in me and see what happens um, but yeah, the ranges thing, I always tell my clients, like, just because you fall within the range doesn't mean That's you can't improve it yeah. or you're still not dealing with symptoms. Yeah. Cause as long as you're within those ranges, your doctor most likely is going to be like, you're yeah, fine. Yeah. So you can always like ask for a copy of your, uh, blood work and like look at it yourself. And mm-hmm. I always say, if you're on like, either end of the range there's probably some support that can be done there Mm -hmm. if you're falling like right in the middle then probably don't worry about it but Mm -hmm. you could be very on the low end especially thyroid is the biggest one i see like that doctors be like oh you're within the range you're fine and they're like right on the low end yeah we could probably be like at least say You're on the low end, but not enough that we need to medicate, so at least we're, like, aware there might be something
1: going on. It's actually so funny, because I had seen a naturopath, like, a while ago, and she wanted to, like, look at my blood work, and, like, for some reason I didn't realize that you could just call the doctor's office Mm -hmm. and, like, get a copy of your blood work, like... I know that's, like, my information, but for some reason there was, like, a disconnect there that I was, like, how do I know my medical information? But, like, I have access to it. It's
2: mine. I'm pretty sure through your, like, Alberta Health, Mm -hmm. you can pull it up yourself, too. Yeah, now now that we have that on the Okay, good Good job.
0: But, no, it's interesting because, yeah, I just never, like, I feel like I've brought up adrenal fatigue to my doctor and they're just like, what? Like, yeah, yeah, it's just so, like, since it's not, like... These are things more, like, intuitively you feel. Like, you feel off, like you said. Like, mm-hmm. I, something feels off. I don't feel, like, the energy or the focus. Or, or like, I I have to have a nap during the day yeah. to get me through the day or something like that. Like, I feel like there's less conversation about, like like intuitively I think you do feel these things like there are signs we just are so used to just like we think it's normal covering it or just living that yeah that's our normal baseline for life so I think that's interesting yeah interesting yeah totally especially when it comes to like the PMS and stuff like you just think oh well I break out every time I
2: my period or I get
1: headaches during my period But it's, like, you don't have to. There's ways to, like,
2: not. (laughs) And it's hard with our medical system because if it's not able to be fixed by a prescription, doctors aren't necessarily that helpful with it. Um, So... Like, my um, dermatologist is not a huge fan of me, and I can tell, (laughs) because when I went on Accutane, he was explaining all these side effects to me, and I was like, okay, so what if I took this to combat that? And he was like, well, why would you do that? And I was like, because you just told me that's going to be an issue for me. Yeah. A big thing with Accutane. It's a really high dose of vitamin A, really hard on your liver, so you're oh, not supposed okay. to drink. Yeah. And I was like, okay, so, like, would a liver care supplement be beneficial? And yeah. he was like, well, why would you take that? And I was like, because you literally just told yeah. me it's hard on my liver. But yeah. they don't love when you're like, what if Let I do this thing yeah. that doesn't involve you? Yeah. Because... Um, yeah, I think, and I have a lot of people in healthcare in my life, and I'm mm-hmm. very grateful for them, but our medical system is very money-driven also, so yeah. if they can't write you a prescription for it, they don't really care. Exactly, yeah. and it. they
0: likely don't have that knowledge of what yeah. this liver care They're is They're like, why do. would you
2: take a vitamin? Yeah, That's you're going to not- pee it out. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: There needs
1: to be some kind of, like, mesh between the two. Definitely. Like, Just where you work together and you see... Exactly. It. Like, being able to have your doctor, but also have someone like you that you can kind of get the best of both calls. And yeah. there is kind of some...
2: Important. There's a couple, like, naturopathic doctors out there, which I think are cool. Mm-hmm. Um, there's one that me and the co-host of our podcast, yeah. um, her name is Dr. Brie Botts. She's a naturopathic doctor, so she can still, like, prescribe and do all those things. Cool. But she does lots of, like... IV treatments, vitamin treatments, that Mm. kind of thing, too. So I think she's super cool. Cool. Okay, that is cool. All right, so we kind of already jumped into this a little bit, but we'll just
1: kind of go through it again. Um, What are some other options that someone that might not want to take hormonal birth control have in order to, like, prevent pregnancy and such? So, like, I don't want to take a pill or a hormone. Why am I struggling with hormonal? I I say it 14 times
2: a day, and sometimes I'm like, how do you say this? Yeah. Um,
1: So if you don't want to take hormonal birth control pills or like have an iud that's hormonal what are like the other options
0: someone might have
2: yeah so i mean you can take myra and go with a copper iud um now Some we know people, that
0: inflames your uterus, yeah. and
2: that's how that one works. Some people don't love the idea of just like having something inside of them, and like granted, IUDs make me a little bit nervous because I'm like, what if I go to get this taken out in like five years and they're like, ha, you can't have kids because it fucked up your uterus. Uh, like, but
0: I'm scared about that with the pill too. Yeah, yeah, so
2: it's just one of those things where I'm like, well, I'll cross that bridge when we get there. Yeah. I guess like there's kind of the pick your battles mm-hmm. type yeah. of thing. Um, luckily, there is tons of resources out to like help you better track your cycle too yeah. so like even even if you're on the pill i recommend tracking your cycle just so you can start to like get a rhythm so if you ever come off birth control you kind of can keep track of what's changing right um
0: when you say track your cycle are you tracking just the period or are you tracking like i had pms i had a breakout
2: so even with like um your health app if you have an iphone Mm -hmm. you can track your period right on your health app and it gives you the option of like did you have flow was it light medium heavy did you have any symptoms cramps acne that kind of stuff so you can kind of track as much as you want Mm -hmm. um i like to just kind of keep an eye on where my cycle's at and make sure it's pretty regular i am on birth control so it should be pretty regular but mine still fluctuates like two to four days so like okay. a regular cycle can be anywhere from like 26 to like 32 days it just kind of depends on the person okay. um and that's like start to finish so like when you bleed that would be your actual like day one okay and then it like goes from there so you bleeding is the end of your period where I find lots of oh. women think that's the start well, I did
0: think that yeah
2: Interesting. so your body does everything else to like help you get a baby and then it's like No, we didn't get a baby. We're done with this. And then it restarts from there. Um, So a big thing is like just making sure it's like consistent within a couple days. You don't want to have like a 14-day cycle and then 28-day cycle. You want things to be pretty regulated. Um, But there's lots of different like there's systems you can use. You like track your temperature and you like take your temperature every morning. And then that tells you when your ovulation window is. Um, so there's lots of different, like, tracking systems, and I can find some names, and maybe you guys can post them. Yeah.
1: yeah. I use Eve. It's oh, an app, okay. and I like that one because it also has, like, a community forum on it, which is kind of cool if you have, like, questions just to get advice from, like, other mm. women. Obviously, they're just, like, regular women. They're mm. not medical professionals or anything. Mm-hmm. But um, it is, I think, though, like, maybe a little bit more geared towards people that are, like, trying to get pregnant right. and tracking their cycle. So a lot of the community forum stuff is, like, on that but it is kind of nice to have like that little resource if you want to like look up something but that's what i use
2: well it can be nice too like if you're not wanting to get pregnant then you just kind of do the opposite of whatever yeah like like, if you know you're about to start ovulating you'll be like i'm not having sex i'm going to use protection or whatever you choose um but i think like Knowing when you ovulate is important, but if you're on hormonal birth control, you don't ovulate. <laughs> so <thing you. laughs> it's a little bit harder. A lot of conversations I have with, like, my fat loss clients, because one of their questions and their check-in is, where are you at in your cycle? Yeah. And a lot of my clients will be like, I don't know, because I'm on birth control. And I'm like, no, no, you still, like, should be getting, even if you're on a hormonal IUD, you're probably getting, like, a day you're more tired yeah. or, like, things like that. Like, there's probably some symptoms coming up still. We just don't pay okay. attention to them a ton. Interesting. But it depends on the birth control as well, because some will just yeah. like completely get rid of everything. So mm-hmm. it's going to be more challenging to track your cycle um, when you're on hormonal birth control. Really, the thing you'd be tracking is like when your period perioding bleeding. is coming. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so have you ever like talked to anybody
0: who's used like I know there's like, isn't it like a spermicide or like those kind of contraceptives? Like, where it just, like, kill like, I don't know. I feel like there's, like, other, I've heard of this other one, too, where, like, the girl, like, if you're solely just, like, not wanting to get pregnant, you can get, it's, like, new to the market. It's this thing that you inject, like, a tampon into your vagina, and it, like, coats your cervix, so sperm cannot swim through, but it's, like, one-time use. It's only good for, like, one sexual act.
2: And then you would have to do it again. Then
0: you have to do it again. So I've heard that there's, like, these other things out there. I don't... Obviously, like, we would have to... You'd have to do your research, but I don't know if you've ever had experience with anybody who's, like, used... I guess the best method would be to track and then use a condom if... if. uh
1: I know, that's my first thought when you said that. I'm like, why wouldn't you just use a condom at that point? Then? Yeah. And of so having know, to, like,
0: insert the thing like,
1: every yeah. time. I'm like, oh, hold on a second. I'm going to go put my yeah. thingy in. Like, it's like, yeah. you might as
2: well just use a condom. It's true, yeah. Because <laughs> it's, yeah. like, the same yeah. amount of effort. And that's I know true. a lot of people don't love condoms, but yeah. I don't know. Just the reality. Pick your battles. Yeah. <laughs> you want a baby or you want to yeah. a condom? Yeah. And I always, I feel like such a mom when I'm like, well, if you're having sex, like, there's always a chance you're going to have a baby. Yeah. So I just think it's, like funny especially now that we're getting older when people are like i got pregnant and i don't know how it happened i'm like i could tell you how." <laughs> yeah, happened. what do you mean
0: <laughs> a plus b yeah. plus C. am like "Yeah, had sex there's
2: always yeah, a chance yeah, there's always a chance yeah i haven't like done research on yeah those it's just things. another chemical right so it's just yeah. another thing
0: that could probably have a side effect so yeah okay that's that's good to know very interesting um okay let's see here so as women what are the most common hormones we can have issues with so we kind of talked about that being like Like, how I said earlier, I thought hormones just truly meant estrogen, progesterone, and testosterone. I never, ever thought of, like, what are some of the other common hormones, I guess, that um, we kind of see that are off balance in women?
2: Uh, Yeah, so the biggest one's probably thyroid, I would say. Like, a lot of women come to me and they're like, I've been trying to do all the right things and I can't lose weight because I'm also with my fat loss coaching. Yeah. They do. Go hand in hand intertwine a little mm-hmm. bit but thyroid's a big one what Th- kind of hormones are in your thyroid so that would be like your thyroid stimulating hormone uh, is the big okay. one like and you can specifically ask to have that one checked there's like a tsh and then a tsh2 oh, okay. so if you okay. want more like specifics with your blood work you can always ask for those to get checked gotcha um
0: what thyroids- are adrenals?
2: adrenals are kind of like the regulators of okay. all your hormones. So, oh, okay, really okay. affected by like stress. Thyroid's a big one too that kind of helps regulate all other hormones. Okay. And I find thyroid is really underdiagnosed, especially in yeah. females. Like, it's just kind of written off like, biggest top four symptoms around thyroid are going to be like tired all the time, cold hands and feet. Oh, boy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> not like, I think I said it earlier, like you're able to gain weight or your weight stays the same, but weight loss doesn't really happen okay, the other okay. way. It's something me and Lex talked about when we met last yeah. week too. Okay. Um, and there's tons of natural ways to support your thyroid, but that's a big one.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, For women, mood swings are a big one with that. With thyroid. Um, okay. So usually you're going to see like an underactive thyroid. Um, it can be tricky to diagnose because some of like the hyperactive thyroids, intertwine but hyperactive thyroid would be like so if hypo slows everything down makes yeah. you cold makes you tired hyper is gonna speed things up uh, so like you're hot all the time it's hard for you to keep weight on hmm. that kind of thing it can be like hard for you to sleep it just kind of like one slows everything down one speeds, speeds everything, everything
1: up okay can um, men have stuff thyroid yes. things because i've never heard of a child does he have, He like, had thyroid? hypothyroidism. I yeah. just feel like I only hear about girls saying that they're, like, on thyroid medication and they're, like, doing something with their thyroid, but you never hear guys talking about that. Yeah, it's
2: <laughs> super common in men, too. One of my exes was hypothyroid, and if he wasn't taking his meds, he was just, like, so tired all the time, and it was really hard for him to, like, keep weight on. Mm. Um, so those are kind of, like, more common Interesting. with men. I just never,
1: like, thought of it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So what can someone do then to help balance their hormones or like how could you help somebody if they come to you and they're like my body's fucked
0: (laughs) yeah like what would your process kind of be
2: um so we start with like looking at what you're already doing now so what you've done in the past is important to diet wise health wise workouts like if you've done a keto diet or you've followed like a strict dieting program um that's more like the fat loss side of coaching, but it's still important to know because all those changes we make food-wise are going to impact our bodies. So right. if you've done keto, um, you're probably a little bit more sensitive to carbs. If you've done really oh. low-calorie diets, your body's probably gotten used to functioning that way, so you're more sensitive if you eat more food. It's probably a little bit easier for you to gain weight, Um Our bodies are really good at working with what they're given, so if we only give them a thousand calories a day and tons of caffeine, they'll be like, I'll keep you alive, I guess, so they will just figure out. I always kind of separate them as, like, nice to have functions and need to have functions, so Mm -hmm. when our body's not supported the way it needs to, you're gonna notice, like, you're either gonna have trouble sleeping or sleep more, because your body's, like we just need to yeah. rest. So yeah. you're going to lose those like nice to have functions. So like strength in the gym, energy, mm-hmm. reproductive functions, because if your body is functioning off of like no calories, yeah, How it's not going to be like, let's have a child also. Yeah. So a lot of those reproductive things will start to like downregulate um, all the nice to have things the like perks of energy, mood, mm-hmm. strength. Those kinds of things. Okay. Um, and more so focuses on the need to have function. So, just like keeping us alive, yeah, <laughs> basically. Survival. Um, so, looking at what you've done in the past is important. And that's not to like make you feel bad about what you've mm-hmm. done, but it's just to be like, okay, so how have these things affected our body and what can we do now to support it? Mm-hmm. Um, looking at how much you're eating throughout the day and how often you're eating, uh, that's going to be more of a blood sugar thing, but insulin. Is another one that's, like, dysregulated a lot, depending on how we eat. So, like, making sure... I say try not to go more than, like, four hours without something. That doesn't need to be a giant meal. It can be grabbing a snack. Um... So looking at, yeah, like, frequency and the foods we're eating, where's our protein at, where's our fats at, are we still incorporating carbs, Mm -hmm. and then after kind of those things are sorted, then we can look at supplements. So I'm not a coach who's going to give you, like, four million vitamins to take. I'd rather see what we can get out of your food and, like, make, I guess, put a little bit of responsibility, like, on my clients. Like, if you want to see changes, you need to make changes, and Mm -hmm. we can't just take 10 vitamins every day and be like my problems are solved so we need to put a little bit of effort into like changing our eating habits throughout the day and then looking at movement as well females don't function great off off of super intense movement yeah all the time spark
0: your cortisol
2: yeah, so cortisol can get spiked, and it's just, like, especially where we're at in our cycle, right. our bodies don't want to be pushed to their limits all, all the time. time. Okay. Um, and I talk to women a lot about that, like, oh, my boyfriend's a bodybuilder, my husband does this, whatever it may be, yeah. and I'm like, yeah, yeah, but you're you're not you're a woman. boy. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's forget about what he does and he focus on... Yeah, like, he doesn't have all these other things wow. to worry about. So, that honestly
0: makes um, so much sense, hmm. why
2: sometimes in your... Like, why, like, physically, I
0: like that a lot. Because at the gym, like, sometimes I feel guilty for having a more, like, a light day. But sometimes your body just needs that. Yeah. So, okay, that's very interesting. And then that's when, so you're kind of sorting out. I, I love that, too, where it's, like, it's not just, let's just sort out your hormones. It's, like, okay, there's a whole picture. Like, everything interacts with each other. Yeah. So, it's, it's kind of, like, a whole whole thing there. I probably could have
2: said this earlier. Holistic by definition is like all encompassing is literally what it means. So when you worked with me we're looking at like you as a whole human, not just like, oh you can't lose fat. Okay, how much food are you eating? Like there's so much more to look at than that. Um, so it's a little bit lengthy, like the forms are long, our initial assessment's usually a bit longer, but I want to know all the things mm-hmm. about you and yeah. what you do and what you have done so that we can actually make sure we're supporting your yeah. body the way we need to. Okay,
0: cool. I feel like this. How can hormones and hormonal birth control affect your mental health?
2: This is good. Uh, yeah, so like uh... Lex said, it's kind of individual experience. Yeah. A lot of people notice a lot of, like, decline in mental health um, when they're on birth control. And I'm still, like, working on the research side of things behind this. And it's hard. Mental health isn't really a measurable thing. So study-wise, it's hard because it's not like they can measure a level of something. Um, I'd say I've had experience
0: of anxiety increase.
1: I think, yeah, it's hard to measure, especially for a lot of girls, I think, because we've been on, a lot of people have been on birth control since they were still going through puberty, practically, really, so then it's, like, how do you know if it's just, like, genetic or Or if it's life life events happening or if it is something to do with the pill? It's, like, really hard, because even when I went off the pill there when I was 19, I thought that there was some correlation, but, like, I didn't even really give my body enough time off of the pill to actually see if there was a difference, and even then, it's, like, almost like your body gets like amnesia where you're like am i feeling better or is this just like like you can't even really remember like a few months ago how you felt before to compare almost so then it's hard and it's hard
2: when women are put on birth control so young because we don't give ourselves a chance to like learn what our period is supposed to be like in the first place it's just like you're bleeding birth control and we don't actually learn like what our regular period is so then we don't really know what to pay attention to because all we've known is a regulated period on birth control um and i think it's always like shocking when women learn that like the period you get on birth control is not an actual period it's literally a synthetic like one that your birth control has created for you. It's nowhere near what your period might actually Mm -hmm. be. So that makes it even harder if we've never had, like, a year or a couple years to learn
0: our regular Mm
2: -hmm. period, because we're just like, did these symptoms come from my period, or did these come from me being on birth control for the last 10 years? So
1: That's why I'm so nervous. Like, I'm going to get my first period. Well, hopefully.
2: Who knows if it'll actually come. Your first
1: period? (laughs) My first period in, like, however many years in the next couple weeks here, and
2: I'm like... Oh, God. Like, like what do we expect? Like?
0: like, I'm sort of like, ooh. You yeah. <laughs> have to be good research, like, for gel. Yeah. You have to remember that. Yeah, back. I'll have yeah. To let you know. And
2: it's always, it's hard to because, um, Yeah, I'll say, like, give it, like, three cycles Mm -hmm. to get back to your regular period. But if you never knew what that looked like in the first place, that's hard. And then it's hard, too, when women are like, oh, I deal with cramping or migraines. And I'm like, did you deal with that before birth control? And they're like, I don't know, I was 12. So (laughs) it's hard, like, unless you were put on birth control when you were 20 Mm -hmm. because you were getting severe cramping, you don't really know what symptoms are going to come back either because you don't know what they were in the the first first, place. Totally. And that's kind of what happened to me with being on birth control so young is that's why my skin flared up more than it probably should have because I never actually like I had no skin issues in junior high and high school because I was on hormonal birth control. You were just
1: masking if there yeah. was an issue.
2: Yeah, so yeah. then as the second I, like, switched or hormones levels changed, my body was like, now's our chance! And I was like, oh, God. Yeah. So I kind yeah. of felt like no, no. all the acne I should have gotten over, like, eight years Came happened in six months. Oh. Um, So, yeah, it's can be a little bit, like nerve-wracking to come yeah. off of it or switch birth yeah. control but there's so many options to support your body so if you choose to come off of it don't panic because okay. you can be like now i'm dealing with this symptom how can we better yeah. support it it's yes. almost
1: kind of nice too to know that instead of just masking an issue yeah. that your body not an issue but like a symptom that your body's having you can actually like get to the bottom
0: of it and like fix it instead of yeah. just like oh let's just yeah. push it away with the pill yeah. yeah okay but on a tangent of this does birth control affect your libido Is it, this- can, it in can a lot of women. okay Because I do think, like, personally, it definitely decreases mine.
2: (laughs) For me, it depended, like, what type I was on. Okay. It's also hard for me to say because I was, like, a teenager when I was on birth control. So, like, a (laughs) lot of things were different. Yeah. Then, but I've definitely noticed since, like, having a copper IUD Mm -hmm. that it's increased. And I don't know, like, that could play into, like, the relationships I was in as well. But I would like to give a little bit of credit to, like, my own body of yeah, being like, oh, yeah. we get a chance to actually regulate yeah, this, yeah. so.
0: Okay, I'll have to, I'll be a research um, candidate for you when I do go off birth control, and I'll report back Yeah, if I And
2: that's a conversation I have with a lot of women, too, because one of the questions is, like, have you noticed a decrease in sex mm-hmm. drive? Yeah. And a lot of women get awkward, like answering that and they'll be like well yeah but it's like because i have kids or uh, yeah. because of work yeah. and i'm like is, is it, it? like we can like if you want it bad enough
1: you'll make time for it yeah, yeah. <laughs> and there's lots
2: of things you can do again like to support libido yeah naturally too yeah. but that's always going to be harder yeah on birth control,
1: exactly so. okay that's so Kind of going back to, like, the period aspect. What... Is there such thing as a normal period? And maybe, like, what are some red flags that women should be looking out for as far as um their symptoms? That maybe, if I have this, I should probably seek intervention or, like, medical
2: assistance. Yeah. So... In the nicest way possible, if you're on birth control, you don't have a normal period. Mm -hmm, And that's just, like, end of story, point blank. There's nothing we can do about that. Um, Your hormone levels are supposed to fluctuate throughout the month. That's how we ovulate. That's how we, like, set our bodies up to have a kid and just have a healthy period. So with hormonal birth control, your levels are the same every single day for a month. So if you're on hormonal birth control, you don't have pseudo. You don't have a regular period. And mm-hmm. unfortunately, okay. there's nothing we can do about that yeah. <laughs> until birth control changes or we come off of it. Um, so that one is tricky. And I think a lot of women aren't told that either. Yeah, I'm um, learning this new. At it 26. took me, yeah. <laughs> until I did my holistic certification to be like, oh shit, the period I've been getting for the last 12 years isn't actually a period. It's a hundred percent synthetic. Yeah. Um, so if you're on birth control, you don't have a normal period. Yes. Um, that's not to say it's like bad. It's not my favorite, but it's just not, it's just, it's just not. And yeah. that's how it is. Yeah. Um, it, outside of hormonal birth control. I mean, even on hormonal birth control, if you're dealing with like mood swings, cramps, headaches, none of those things should be happening. Like your okay. period should be consistent. So it should be similar length every month. It should be pretty easy and mild, Um, everyone's flow is going to be a little bit different, but for you, it should be consistent. So like if you have a heavier flow, like myself, that should be consistent every month. I shouldn't have a heavy flow one month and nothing the next. So it's going to be pretty individual, but like really looking at consistency month to month is going to be the most important. And then if you're dealing with, yeah, like cramping, bloating, fatigue, migraines, anything along those that are kind of deemed as like, that's normal yeah yeah. Yeah. um just know they aren't normal and you can support your body through it uh mental health things so like um pmdd can be a big one so like pmdd um, I'm going to blank on no, that because okay. my <laughs> age. It's, a, it's, a, it's okay. It's a support for mental so health? PMDD is, like, premenstrual... Oh, something, something depression. depression. Okay, I don't know what the okay. second word depression is, Disorder makes me... Might be, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah okay. Probably makes me sound bad that I'm No, like, no, you're good. I'm you got like, exactly on one of the so It's like, why do you need to know okay. the real... We put her on the uh, spot on that one. Yeah, so that's a big, like, mental health one. A lot of people will notice that, like, premenstrual. So right before their period, if they're just, like it can be super extreme. It can be anxiety inducing. It can be like, I literally don't want to be alive. Like there can be a lot of extremes around that. Um, So a lot of women that either come off birth control or are on it are going to deal with that. And that's going to be like before you actually menstruate. Um, none of those things you have to keep dealing with. So yeah. like I have a reel on my Instagram that's like, stop telling people PMS is it's normal. normal. Yeah. It's common. It's super common. Yeah. And most common things in females are just like, oh, everyone deals with that. Don't yeah. worry oh, about it. Oh, you're PMSing.
0: And, oh, it's just PMS. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: And I'm like, no, no, no. That's your body telling you it needs support yeah. in some way. So don't just like dismiss those things and be okay. like, this is how my period's always been. Um, you can find support yeah. for yourself um and just knowing like what birth control you're on and how it's going to be affecting you yeah. you can like seek help okay so like for myself with a copper iud i know it's inflammation so right. what can i do to manage inflammation mm-hmm. right. so like knowing those things um for yeah
0: me, yeah for me it would probably be because i am having a decrease in the regulate regulated hormones so then now my body's like whoa something's different happening. Yeah. And then, so
2: that's a big thing. When you come off hormonal birth yeah. control, your body's like, oh shit, I haven't been doing this for yeah. 10 years. Let me figure on. out how to do this yeah. again. Wow. So. Okay. That's um, interesting.
0: I'm very curious. Like I'm like, I'm on this weird cusp. I'm like, I really want to be on the other side. Like I really <laughs> would love to come off, but I'm still battling with like,
2: I yeah, not And that you. was me. The copper IUD was kind of like a stepping yes. stone for me okay. of yeah. being like, yes inflammation isn't great either and you're gonna have side effects that way Mm -hmm. um and I'm never gonna beat like I have something that's consistently creating inflammation in my body so I'm never gonna beat that because if I did it wouldn't work so exactly um it was kind of like a stepping stone of being like okay this makes me more comfortable but I'm not 100% on the no birth control but there is tons of really great ways to like Track your cycle yeah. off of birth yeah. control. So don't panic. If Natural you're like, family
1: planning. yeah <laughs> Don't
2: panic if you're like, I want to come off birth control. Don't think you're going to like instantly get pregnant. Yeah. You do have options outside of that, too. Yeah.
0: That would happen to me.
2: That would
0: happen. Okay. <laughs> Um, okay, so I guess this kind of piggybacks off that. What are some symptoms that a person can expect when coming off of hormonal birth control? How can you treat them? I guess it's very probably specific per person. Some people are going to have, like, I feel like so thus far you've had a pretty good experience. Yeah,
1: well, it's only been a couple weeks, so I think it's yeah. too early to really tell. But, yeah. um, we'll see. Like, yeah,
0: I got symptoms. I Like,
1: I think I ovulated already. Yeah. I feel like with someone, it probably takes a while to get their cycles back even. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So, So, yeah, it depends. Yeah, it's all going to depend on, like, again, what you've been doing in the past. Uh, Jess... Who I co host podcast with, she came off birth control and got pregnant two months later. So it just really depends like on... Was she wanting to get pregnant? Yeah. Okay. She, they just weren't <laughs> expecting it to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that happened to my mom. They, she
1: went off the pill and got pregnant that month with me. Yeah. Wow. Like, and yeah. she
2: was like, I'll come off of it, we'll get pregnant within the year. So yeah. She texted me like two months later. She was like, I'm pregnant. It and I happened. was like, What? So <laughs> yeah. wow. um, it really depends on like your body and like how fast it's gonna like Adjust. bounce back i use that term gotcha. loosely but just kind of how quick your body's going to figure out how to regulate those things yourself and if you were on a lower dose of hormonal birth control it might happen a little bit faster gotcha. um but it's really going to depend on you and your body yeah if you know of any pms symptoms you had before you went on birth control those are probably going to okay. come okay. back um if you're like me and you like never really had skin issues you might have some acne pop <sighs> up um, which I wish...
0: Boobs? Do your boobs deflate? deflate? I've heard. I've had two girlfriends say that they, they kind of just, like, lost their volume. Um... Because does birth control, like, kind of give you... I'm scared of that. I'm scared of, like, scared. being, like, concave. <laughs> 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 uh,
2: I mean, in my personal experience, I think mine grew, so it's going to oh, be very, Lawrence. like... Depends on what levels of hormones you yeah. had going yeah. on, okay. that kind of stuff. Kay. Um, but yeah, anything you were dealing with before is probably going to come back... It's tough for me to speak from, like, personal experience because I've always had a period and I've always had cramping. And I've been through probably, like, six or eight different kinds of birth control. So those things have been very consistent for me until a copper IUD and until, like, learning how to support Mm -hmm. my body. Um, With inflammation right now, I literally get one cramp and I'm bleeding. Like, it's, like, no warning. And it Mm -hmm. took me a while to figure that out with a copper IUD because I would like get a cramp and be like, Oh, it's coming and then I'd go pee and I'd be like, Oh my god, it's really here <laughs> <So, yeah. laughs> But now I know like I get a cramp, I'm bleeding. And yeah. there's like a five minute window you're for like, me to get, like I gotta make a, a move. Oh, yeah. So okay. um but then I know and with tracking my cycle I'm you like, know prepared for yeah. that, that day now. Yeah. Um so just be patient. It's gonna take a while, just like be prepared for mm-hmm. like some weird things to happen yeah. probably some spotting, not a ton of like
0: Warning consistency maybe? Okay, between yeah. your
2: cycles, um, and just pay attention to like what your body is okay. trying to tell you. Coming off of it, um, yeah. have you done much research
1: into like post birth control syndrome or whatever it's called? Like oh, the never heard there's of it. a doctor that talks about that, and I listened to her on a podcast, and I just I didn't haven't really done a ton
2: of yeah. research on it. But no, you have to send me the podcast. Okay, yeah, I I'll send haven't... it to you. That's interesting because yeah.
1: that's kind of something I was like, but I'm, I didn't want to like read too much into it if it's just if kind it's of not a, gonna happen to me but if yeah. i started getting weird things happening then i was like yeah, yeah. Oh, i'll look more into this so i just listened to like one
0: podcast yeah. about it but i'll send you it because yeah her name she's a book i'm not really sure if like i assume there's been some long-term like birth control has probably only been a thing i want to say since like the 60s 70s i'm not sure but like i don't know if there's like long-term studies on i the, think it was like, effects
1: probably from like the 50s or 60s yeah. but i think they originally only would prescribe it if you were married you weren't allowed to take it if you were married
0: yeah oh wow very uh, very religious days. input into that yeah <laughs> i actually sin. <laughs> I have a
2: book on my list, and it's called Your Brain on Birth Control, I've so then this. I can speak more on, like, okay, yeah, the mental cool. yeah. side I've, of things. I think
1: I listened to a podcast with the author of that, too. Yeah. Hmm.
2: I'm currently reading a book all about breathing, which is equally fascinating, and I need to start I think posting about this. it, because it's literally very off-topic, but it's all about, like, the negative effects of like mouth breathing. Oh, I'm such a mouth breather. Yeah, and so am I. So my friend got it for me for my birthday and I'm like intrigued. I read my like ten pages every night and I'm like, I'm dying. (laughs) It's basically just like how terrible breathing through your mouth is for you. I need to learn Um, this. So I need to start posting more about that content, but then that book is next on my list. So
0: no I think it's like a forever learning thing and I did actually read this other book just like going back on how there's so little data on women mm-hmm, and that's yeah. why periods like now people are kind of like you know there's more movement to be like what's actually yeah. happening in my body and the trend to the IUDs, and then people being like what is actually going on totally. just because women get kind of it's all uh-huh. men's studies which yeah. is like i know it's starting to change but it's yeah. still hard yeah. i heard of
1: this book called go with the flow and it's like all about learning about what your cycle and your period actually does and like everything because I don't think a lot of girls it's so dumb like I feel like you should like have that like education like it should be like in our like curriculum but they just give you like here's how to put in a tampon like they don't really teach you about it
2: right and we don't really learn what our actual cycle is like I did um a workshop all about like your period and like problems that come along with it and I was explaining and this is like no shade to the people who join I hope everyone comes and learns but I was explaining like your full period cycle to like 30 40 year old women and they were like oh I didn't know there's this many like phases or I didn't know this is what my body was doing because we just aren't and that's not yes we can go out and find the research but we just aren't educated Mm -hmm. on it like our medical system very much leaves it up to us to figure that out for ourselves which sucks yeah Um, yeah
0: it's daunting. But
2: we're the ones who are regulated when it comes to like preventing pregnancy. Exactly. Oh, I'm but like <laughs> men are the only reason we have, <laughs> have a to child. Do it. So. Yeah, <laughs> so we cannot annoying. have a child without a male. So, <laughs> <laughs> so weird.
1: Kind of finishing oh, off hey, there, George. um, are there any additional resources that you recommend for the listeners learning that want to learn a little bit more about hormones, birth control, PMS, um all the Periods. things? women like is there any books podcasts uh, your course courses that you're offering like what can they do to learn more
2: yeah so I do run a workshop and there'll be one coming in February um I'll get the dates out soon it's called period problems and it's literally a virtual workshop it's a two part so the first part we talk all about like your period what it actually is what your body's doing what it's supposed to be doing those kinds of things so um a big part is like educating on what yeah. a true period actually is. Cause we don't often experience that as females. Um, and then the second part is all about like, okay, if you're dealing with these specific symptoms, what can we do to support it? And there's lots of like vitamin and mineral deficiencies that come right. after you're on birth control. Like birth control really depletes like mm. vitamin D stores. And there's really, yeah. depending on the birth control you're on, it can deplete a lot of vitamins so if you're mm. currently on birth control that's something you can do for yourself is like look up your yeah. birth control and what it's depleting and then get you some can just supplements that? uh you might have to do a little bit yeah, of yeah, digging yeah. but okay. like mm-hmm. if you look up like the name yeah. of your birth control you you can find anything on the internet yeah, yeah. i haven't found like one resource that has like everything yes. but if you do a little bit of digging you can okay. find it Interesting. um so supporting your body that way Um, so we talk about that and like, if you're getting cramps, what that actually means is happening in your body. If you're getting mood swings, what's actually happening, brain fog. So we kind of break down like the most common symptoms Mm -hmm. around your period, what that actually means and what you can do to help yourself. Um, and then in part one, we also talk about like what your regular period should look like and what a birth control period looks like and kind of like the difference, between the two so that kind of runs you through your full like cycle and any symptoms you're dealing with um i've gotten really good feedback from that so it's like a more heavy like information-based one but you can kind of take what applies to you whether you're on birth control Mm -hmm. or not um you can take what applies to you um there is a podcast i listen to and let me just pull up the name before i get it wrong um
1: Also, you guys, Jill has her podcast too, so if you like this kind of content and the topics, you guys can check out her and her friend Jess's podcast, is it Lattes and Lifting? Yes. Yes. I always, I didn't want to mix the two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it's got some good content. I've listened to lots of episodes and it's good. Nice.
2: Yeah, we kind of talk about all things on there, so all about, like, um, lifestyle fitness, Jess just had a baby, so... If there's any moms out there, she talks about, like, postpartum things. Um, Very cool. Now that I need to find the podcast, I can't. But, okay, got it. It's called The Period Party. Um, Party, party. And, yeah, she's, like, a women's health specialist, focuses a lot around periods and things like that. Um, She brings on, like, doctors. She actually just put out an episode the other day um, with... Uh, exercise science coach and she like coined the term we're not small men so they talked all about like Whoa. the differences between women and men and training and cycles cool. um so. not the best like workout advice I've ever heard but Fair. a lot of really good information around like your period food we need that kind yeah. of stuff as females like huh, that's um, cool comparing like that. it yeah. to we're not men. Small men. <laughs> so that's probably like the top Um, podcast I listen to like just specifically on periods. Um, Emily Duncan is one of my like favorite people on Instagram and she's just kind of like an overall like health and fitness coach. She focuses more on fat loss, but she's very science based with her coaching and very she's a women's only coach too. So very science based and like women specific things. Um, Mm -hmm. And she focuses a lot on like how training impacts your cycle, how food impacts Mm -hmm. your cycle, how we need to like change those things. Around that, so if you're looking for more just, like, women-specialized, like, health and fitness, yeah. she's more your vibe. If you want to learn all about your period, then definitely, like, the period party is more Focus your on thing. That. Like, she has so many um, episodes. Like, she talked about the menstrual cycle and effects on digestive system. Like, hmm. there's so many, like, Resource period-specific yeah, episodes awesome. on that one. Okay. Um, and then, yeah, once I read the book... Um, your brain on birth control. I'll yeah, let you guys know yeah. what Incredible. I think. Um, and yeah, just lots of like doing your own research. Um, there's tons of resources out there. Just make sure you're getting it from someone who actually yeah. has spent the time totally. to, to learn. To learn. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, make sure agree. you
1: guys follow Jill on Instagram. She's probably Apple your Fitness. most useful and resource. And TikTok. Her reels and her TikToks, I think, are a good little like way to get little snippets of information, I think, too. Yeah. yeah. Just to learn. Like, I was... Learning looking about yeah. creatine from your real.
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: So I think it's good. Um make sure to give her a follow. Yeah.
2: And if you find me over there and there's something you want information yeah. on, I'm always I'm like a giant nerd who will read Research papers for days. So if I don't <laughs> have the answer for you, I'll go find it. Um, and that sometimes people are like, "Oh, don't worry if you don't know." And I'm like, "No, no, I want to know? know. Give, me, know. A, give yeah. me a reason to read a research paper." <laughs> I really so, love that. Um, I just read one for Lex about creatine and liquid aloe vera, and like cool. any contraindications between the two because they're both beneficial for gut health. But I didn't know if like they would have they like, mixed well. Yeah. Yeah. And they're fine, is what oh, I learned. So job. I was reading. i to buy it right after yeah, this. I so. was reading all the research papers. So I love when I don't know the answer because yeah, I get, get do. to go read. Do love things, it. So.
0: Wow, we well, thank you for doing taking time out of your Sunday to come Thanks chat with us. Thanks yeah. I appreciate Thanks it. Thanks for coming on time number three. Maybe there'll be a Who knows? <laughs> well, probably. <laughs> she's always moving and shaking, so I appreciate it. But yeah, definitely go check her out because honestly, just like a little shameless plug i guess but i do have like a handful of people in my life who have had like stellar results from jill so not to just like toot her horn over here but i do believe you do have a lot of solutions for a lot of problems Thank you. so Thank you. especially for
2: women because no need to no need to struggle totally <laughs> when you don't need to <laughs> you know no and so. i am fully willing to take the heat on social media i get yelled at all the time about talking about periods and birth control oh that's so absurd. People can women will just back. be like <gasps> But you can't tell people not to take birth control, and You're I'm like, sorry, when I when did I say, when say, did that? I say no. that? I'm no. just telling to do you what's right for you, honey. Yeah, so I always feel like I have to disclaim and be like, this yeah. is not me telling you. Yeah. I am not a doctor, so this is not me telling Ugh, you to people. take or not to take anything. It's telling I'm you to just educate here yourself. Here to provide the information. Do yes. with it what yeah. you please. <laughs> Love it. Okay, well, yes. thank you
1: so much, Jill, Thanks and we for having hope me. everyone has a fantastic yeah. week.
0: Get your periods in check,
2: y'all. Okay, <laughs> bye. Bye.